Who's there? Who's there? Look who it is. Long time collaborator and friend of the pod, but first time caller, Madison Ferris. Hey! Hello. Hi! Hi. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Just (laughs) testing out all my hellos for this voice recording I'm going to do. She's a talent. With Will someday. She's a professional... Yeah. Thespian. She's she yeah. she's the most talented person we know in our life. She's the most talented person we and know. And most famous person. She's been right? You don't know anyone. Definitely the most famous person that we know. She's been I on mean, fucking Law and Order. Anyone SVU. else on Amazon Prime. She's been on an Amazon Prime original show. Yeah. She needs no inter- introduction, <laughs> despite the fact that we've given her Broadway the introduction star. she deserves. Yeah. yeah. But- Collaborator uh, of Sally Field. Are uh, we missing anything, Maddie? Uh, you know, no, no. I think you covered it. <laughs> if you've, uh, oh no, I'm I'm actually working on a on a Showtime series right now. What? Get out yeah, of town. Yeah. What's the I mean, when I say working, I mean like I, it, I'll be on it for like possibly two minutes for the whole series. That's two minutes more than. Anybody else I know or have ever known. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Maddie, we mentioned that you were on an Amazon Prime original show, the show Panic. Um, and your actor brother has been getting a lot of good press. Yes. For yeah. Did you guys see being West, Side West Side Story? No, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's it's really good. I would argue it's. I would, yeah, I would say it's way better than the original. Wow. And I would I never that say it was, that about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I heard that that was awesome. Your brother is in that? The guy who plays my brother in Panic is, oh, um, yeah. he plays Riff in West Side Story and he kills it. Like he, I'm not, wow. I'm not even just saying that. Like he is, he's magnetic. Yeah, I mean, here and he's a, a scene stealer, show stealer, show stopper. Yeah, he's a, sh- yeah, like easily. He is so. He like the dancing's really good and the singing's really good and he's just your eyes kind of go straight towards him every time he's on screen. Dang! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Pitch Hunt Nation, go out and see West Side Story. Yeah. Uh, the I reason that, that I wanted to bring him up was because he gave me a bunch of chicken through Maddie, which <laughs> yes, which doesn't tell me happen more about that. Tell me more about that. She's Luke. talented and a vector for chicken. <laughs> yeah. So Maddie, this show shot around Austin, right? And you had to come in to to film your scenes. Yes, and he he wrote. Um, his name is Mike Feist, by the way. Um, so he wrote his own screenplay, and we went and did a reading with him, and he hosted us and. Um, catered it and he had just pounds of chicken left over and it was just a bunch of people that did not want to bring food home and I was like hey I'll take that chicken off your hands 
Nice. And that's so incredible. you did, but you were leaving Austin like the next day or two? Three days. So you really you were just leaving me with like eight pounds of chicken. And your dog. <laughs> if she if she wanted it. <laughs> I yeah. I love overeating chicken. That's one of the my favorite things to it's overeat. True. It's it's one of life's little pleasures. You know those like gallon of bags? Big pleasures. Those big Ziploc oh, yeah. gallon bags? I think they're Oh yeah. I think there was like a gallon of I think we left Luke with a gallon of chicken. Not yeah. a way that you normally measure liquid measurements solids. of chicken. That's <laughs> right. what Mike Feist is all about. <laughs> that's how they do it in the South. That's extraordinary. That's how they that's how the the rich and famous do Oh, he's it. from Ohio. And I wanted to ask you guys this. Do you think Ohio is the Midwest? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a friend wow. who's yeah. <laughs> all right. I have a friend. <laughs> My friend Zoe is from Ohio, and I think she would consider herself a Midwesterner. I was expecting yeah. a lot. It's other, definitely on the brink. I was, yeah, I was going to think people who live in Ohio sometimes like to claim that they're from the East Coast. I think, yeah, Ohio is interesting because it, I think it's at the confluence of everything. Like, because Cincinnati is basically Kentucky. <laughs> like, it's the South. But then, like, where my mom grew up... In is kind of close to Cleveland, and that's more Midwestern. Wow, Will, I did not expect you to have strong opinions about. Yeah, Ohio. I, I, I think. Have about you been this. to Cincinnati? Uh, yeah. Will's favorite city to eat in the whole world is in Ohio. <clears throat> is it Cincinnati because yeah. they put spaghetti? What do they do? They put like chili on spaghetti and eat it cold or something. What is that? Yeah. A thing? yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. They do do that. <laughs> But yeah, I I went to a wedding there once. I've been there a couple times. Sure. I think actually. Well, that's where your brother went to college. Oh uh, no, he went to Gambier. No, yeah, no he went. To, I don't know. Right, I don't know right. where that is. I think somewhere in the cent- center where nothing is. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, sure. That's a question for friend of the podcast, Ted Meyer. I really want to meet Ted. I feel like I I don't I don't know what he looks like. I just know his voice. I don't know if you want to meet Ted. Based on based on his you voice. <laughs> based <laughs> based just on Ted's voice. What do you think he looks like? Uh, Let's see how close you can get. I want to say I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw I'm gonna draw what you describe and then hold it up when you're done describing. Okay, we'll I want to say he has like have. short but shaggy black hair. Okay. Pale skin, uh, okay. maybe some like circles under his eyes, glasses, and thin. Okay. That's all I got. You are pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. You were starting uh, so very accurately, and then you kind of went downhill. So this is this is what I got <laughs> if I was a police sketch artist. <laughs> you think he looks like Harry Potter? <laughs> I don't. I don't. No. Ted. Ted actually does look a little like Harry Potter. Ted looks uh, in, his in all the days, right ways. Ted, if Harry Ted Potter looked, looked like, like a Harry fucking porn star, that's what <laughs> Ted looks yes. like. Yes. Does he talk with his hands? Yeah. Um, uh, not too much. He talks not more than a not more than your average folk. He talks with his okay. cigarette <laughs> and his beer bottle. Yeah, he has. I would say long dark hair. Okay. Uh, does not wear glasses, though he did for a time. 
like in middle and high school. So he's yeah. contacts. He, he needs vision correction. Okay. Yeah. He needs vision yeah. correction. I, I don't I wouldn't say he has circles under his eyes. He's got a pretty he's, he's pretty fresh faced. Yeah. Fairly fairly Definitely pale. fresh faced. Quite a beard. Yeah. Some yes. of the time either a beard or a mustache. Extremely fierce. Oh, in all always has in yeah, all areas. always has something going on with his facial hair. Has luxurious chest yeah. hair. Whoa. Um yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's been like, that's been one of Ted's physical calling cards for a long time. <laughs> yeah. He, Wait, he, so he very, he's not thin? He's not super thin? There's a lot to no. love. Oh. No. And yeah. But like Ted? he's like he's like perfectly shaped is what I'm saying. He's he's powerfully yeah. built. I'm just realizing that he is probably going to listen to this at some point. <laughs> I don't think we've said anything that is off It's completely, yeah. yeah. It, and the best thing, well, there's many things to love about Ted, but it's like he's been to Dan Flash's every day of the week. Like, he's got the most amazing math, uh, fashion sense. Absolutely. Yeah, he wears very complicated patterns on his shirt. Yeah, like mind-blowingly complicated patterns. It's like, you look at it, and you... Lose track of time, and then it's five right. hours later. The only way to right. sort of break free from it is to 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 wander your eyes to his his uh, unbuttoned chest <laughs> that is sort of. This should be. A it's fun. really. A, it's it's amazing. The, the shirts are so amazing that they distract you from the all the other amazing things yeah. that are going on in his body. Yeah, and, and there's a lot. I don't mean to dunk on your description, Maddie, but I don't think you captured that element I, at all. No, so. I, I really didn't. There's there's a lot more to him than I. Yeah, had I mean, I said you, you do need to meet Ted. I think you do we can all agree. Ted. I think this could be a Maybe fun it. activity for our listeners as well. Like, what do the podcasters? What are all of you us? Know, I, I think, sadly, probably like. <laughs> Every one of our listeners, except you, actually knows what Ted looks like already. <laughs> and that's also, not true. Uh, most that's, of that's, our listeners actually know us, yeah. Except yes. for some of Will's work friends, yeah. True, yeah, that's true. But Ted, yeah, he a good. Sorry, I was go just ahead, gonna Will. say, like Maddie, if you had just finished your list with just like full of cum, then then that would have been <laughs> that would have been Ted to a T. <laughs> <laughs> just oh just chock full of just animal <laughs> oh animal vigor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well Yeah, that about sums it up. That's been pitched uh, up this week. Glad I asked. What else should we talk about, Maddie? What are we pitching for you today? <laughs> uh so today I'd love to hear your best Hallmark original movies Christmas edition. Easy Does it have easy. Does it have to be Christmas edition? Because you've you've flip flopped a little bit on Whoa, that on our correspondence. No, no, no. I said there was going to be an element that it should be Valentine's s because that's the time of year we're recording. But sure, I thought uh, I'd give you a softball one and do mm-hmm. Christmas because that's kind of what they're known for. But I don't think any of you three really know what they're known for. Oh, that's um, not true. We've all seen Love yeah. Always Santa. We have, mm-hmm. which is. The one Hallmark film that took place in the town that we grew up in. Yes, it was set. I don't know if it was actually set in in Northfield, but it was filmed entirely in Northfield. The uh, do you want to you want to run down on Love Always Santa? Yes, Maddie? I want to know 
Uh, I want to know. <clears throat> um, so the I don't really remember it that well, but I'll give it a go. So it's about this uh, mother, this woman who has a young child. Am I am I on on base so far, guys? Yeah, sounds right. And like this child writes a letter to Santa because Single it's mother. Christmas time. Single mother. Yeah. Of works course. at a shop that's called The Bun Also Rises. Yep. Oh, Stop. Yeah. Which English yes. lit lovers slash baker of buns. Yes. Yeah. Um, they do love the, a play on words. They do love a play on words. Oh fuck! Uh, we need to think of some plays on words to put in our pitches. Anyway, uh, the the business that was taken over and transformed into the Bun Also Rises was just a couple doors down from a place where Will and I were coworkers for a time. Uh, Hogan Bros Acoustic Cafe, but that's by I the was by. working mm-hmm. there at so, the time. Were you Jacob? You might have already left. I think I think I maybe already left at that point. That may have been your. I don't. I don't remember. In any case, this this single mother has a young child. This young child, it's Christmas time, is writing a letter to Santa. Um, I don't remember what happens. After. Okay. okay. So it turns Great. out there, there's a guy who works for this corporation that writes letters back. That's right. And he's also a children's book author. And for some reason, ha- like just is feeling it when he gets this girl's letter. And the girl talks about how she wants like a new husband for her dad or something. Mm. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad's dead. Totally yep. donezo, flattened by steamroller. A steamroller steam that fell off the top of a building. Yeah. And they showed that in the movie. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she's like, get, get my mom a new partner for me. And he writes back like this beautiful letter, and then the mom sees it. And I don't know. Somehow they meet in real life and fall in love. Do you have anything to add, Will? I remember that they go on some sort of sleigh ride, but then they get trapped kind of out on I-35 somewhere. Yeah, they get snowed in to like some shack. Right. Uh, I remember them being stranded out by like an old well, and they're like, what are we going to do? And then... They look around and somehow there's a snowmobile that's also there for some reason. Is that is that a false memory? I thought it was a sleigh, like a horse-drawn sleigh and not a snowmobile. That would make more sense. Which but is, I still, think, what Will's talking about. Equally, well, no, the way that they get unstranded is that there's just, like, there is a vehicle out there conveniently that they can take back. And that I thought, is the way I thought that, the, that vehicle, though, was a horse-drawn sleigh. Yeah, I thought so, too, maybe but not. maybe not. Who knows? Who, who, who knows? Who's to say? I uh, mean, give it a watch. We all loved it. Retained everything. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. It's the Made only a real movie impression. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the kind of thing that you're looking for, Maddie? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to do the Christmas theme. We, we could do just a Hallmark movie, depending on no, no, what no, no, you no, guys no. have. We can, we, can do, we can do Christmas. I'm sorry for... For contradicting, because I think I think you're right. It should be Christmas. When I think Hallmark, I think Christmas. Cozy Christmas movie, play on words, uh, mm-hmm. two people getting together. Childhood dreams coming true? 
I mean, I stopped myself because I, I don't want to give you guys too much, you know? Right. There's usually, like, a death element to the Christmas movies, right? Like, <laughs> the Christmas shoe story, or, like, in Love Always Santa, how that guy got totally pancaked by a steamroller. <laughs> Yeah, Maddie? Uh, uh, no. No, 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 there is, uh, there's not a lot of death in the Hallmark movies. <laughs> but, um, wow. I mean, isn't Maybe it's always like missing. a single, a single parent has to find a partner. What, what are you basing isn't this on? Isn't that Yes, what do you, yes. Do you know, I don't know if they show the, movies? how, how the other parent got... <laughs> poisoned or pancake yeah but but death is a theme <laughs> yeah and like moving past it and finding like that next stage of your okay, life okay so, so luke is clearly trying to proactively hey luke do you want to get started you want to le- you want to lead us off <laughs> i can yeah um please please do you've laid the groundwork Mine's a bit a bit of a meta take on the the Hallmark movie. Uh-oh. Um it's actually about a celebrity who most of the world is familiar with. Um he's a young man who's actually around 50 or so now named Mark Wahlberg. Ah. Oh boy. And um here's the this- thing about Mark Wahlberg. What do you know about him? He's a great purveyor of nutritional supplements. I know that in his sure. personal life, he's a real piece of shit. And he sells hamburgers. Sure. Yeah. That was kind of what I, I was hoping you would recognize, that he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, And that yeah. he sells hamburgers, so that's perfect. <laughs> um, he, he actually is a, a pretty big piece of shit. He has basically been convicted of hate crimes when he was a younger man. He like blinded some dude. Yep. And it was a racially motivated attack. Um, yeah, it was a, I think a Vietnamese homeless man. What? That, and he like curb stomped him. Yeah. Just for, for shits and giggles. Yeah. Is it, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. yeah. This is a hundred percent real. Very serious. Uh, story from Mark Wahlberg's younger days when he was a real piece of shit. So in light of that, um, you know, there are these calls to cancel Mark Wahlberg every couple of years and, and he never gets so canceled. far. He's hung on. Yeah. He hasn't been fully canceled. This yet. is going to be Who the Harm- Hallmark movie that finally cancels Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark Wahlberg is out getting dinner at, his own restaurant chain, Wahlburgers, with his brother Donnie Wahlberg, uh-huh. who's actually and pretty good. He's in some. He's in a, some good procedurals. Is he? Do, is is Donnie I, more likable? Hopefully, I I thought that Donnie was only known as being a member of New Kids on the Block. Was it? I'm pretty sure Donnie was also in The Sixth Sense. But yeah, he's he's definitely an actor <laughs> now too. Okay. Um. And. He's saying to him, Donnie, man, uh, you know, I think my career is maybe on its last legs. I don't know if me being who I am in this current climate of celebrities getting canceled 
very rightfully so for terrible things that they've done in their past is really gonna be good for me these next couple years. And <laughs> Donnie's like, yeah, man, you're absolutely right. You're 100% going to get canceled. And you should, because you committed hate crimes. Uh, man, this is just screaming hallmark to me. And so Mark, far. Mark I, don't, I don't know like, about the rest of you guys. Mark is like, well, I gotta somehow turn my image around. I gotta look like a good guy. Um, and Donnie's like, well, man, if you sell me your half of this, our Wahlburgers steaks, then I'll be full owner of this company and you can go off and spend your money to try to reclaim your image. And Mark's like, done deal. Let's, let's do it. Wahlburgers is all yours now, Donnie. Mm. Um, I'm going to buy Hallmark movies and <laughs> turn it into Walmart movies. Oh, <laughs> strong twist. Mm. So, so he does, he buys this movie studio. Um, And he decides to make all of that year's Hallmark Christmas movies starring Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) So we cut to a a few months later. He's filming in the town that Hallmark has decided is just the best town to film their Hallmark movies in. Northfield, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Excellent. Um, Excellent. And, you know, he's... He's doing great. He is really like going all in on this like quaint little hometown story about a single dad who um, was working on developing a, a new snow machine um, to make the, the ski lifts a few towns over, like able, able to run even in the summer in Minnesota um, with this unmeltable snow. And he, he thinks he's got this... Uh, this great idea. Um, but then there's this other company that makes snow machines and they're like, they're not a mom and pop operation like him. They're this big, like giant snow machine conglomerate and they come into town and they want to buy him out. And turns out the CEO who comes into town herself is very attractive and also 50 years old. And Mark Wahlberg's like, his character is like this this lady. I don't like the way she deals in uh the snow machine business, but I do like everything else about her. So Can I ask a question just very quickly before you proceed, Luke? Yeah. Is Mark Wahlberg a character that we the audience are supposed to be rooting for in this film? Well, here's the thing. Donnie comes into town. You you are supposed to be rooting for him in this film within the film because this like he's planning all these films to rehabilitate his image. So he's like the most likable, like sugar sweet type of character that you could imagine in the film. But in real life, he's still Mark Wahlberg, just a piece of shit is, actor is he, trying to. He's he's playing Mark Wahlberg in. No, oh, no, 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 sorry. I didn't make that clear. He's just like some Hallmark character. So in the film within a film, he's a Hallmark character, but within the film, he's one layer deep. One layer deep, he's Mark Wahlberg. Two layers deep, he's dad. Single dad. 
yeah, yeah. And is Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg played by Mark Wahlberg in this movie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if we can get him. <laughs> All right. It yeah, seems yeah. like a tough sell. Yeah. But but anyway, so Donnie comes to visit him, brings him some burgers on set one day. Um, Donnie's wife is there, who I think is named Jenny McCarthy. Correct. Um, the, the she's Jenny not, McCarthy? She, yeah, not a great person. Uh-huh. Uh, promotes a lot of anti-vax misinfo. Um, <sighs> yeah. This is a hard but, sell, well, you are, this is, I was going to say. Gonna, you're, you're starting well, off. Well, here's, the, here's the thing. Turns out, as like like between takes, when Donnie and Jenny come in and, and bring Mark some burgers, um, there's an accident on set, and... The boom mic operator accidentally drops the mic, and it has, for some reason, a, a sharp thing on it, and it lops <laughs> off Mark Wahlberg's head and Jenny McCarthy's head. <laughs> oh, wow. boy. Wow. So, all and, right, uh, check. Merry Christmas. Got, got an element. <laughs> and now... Wait, do they survive? Oh no, they're dead. Okay. They're instantly okay, good. dead. Good. I, I, I just um, wanted to make sure because you said death is an element. That's all. And Donnie now is there, still alive. Uh, but his brother and terrible wife are both now dead. Um, and the director runs over and is like, "Ah, oh, shit! We gotta start shooting. We're behind budget." <laughs> um, your brother Mark didn't give us a, a very big budget for this one. And Donnie's like, well, Wahlburgers has Checks been doing out. pretty good. How about uh, <laughs> I, lend, I lend this production a little more money to preserve my brother's legacy here? Um, and I step in. <laughs> we look vaguely similar. Um, <laughs> even though I'm only look. two years older than him and somehow look like I'm 15 years older yeah, than him. It looks so different. I can pull this off. So Donnie steps in. Um, and as he starts doing these scenes, he actually starts falling in love with his real life co-star. Now that he's no longer a married man, so that, wow, oh boy, okay. okay. The Hallmark story um, becomes about Donnie finding real love with a woman who isn't an anti-vaxxing psychopath, and also making a, a pretty good little Hallmark movie while he's at it. Okay. And also, because it's Hallmark, <laughs> they adopt the single child actress because she's an orphan in real life. And that's Hallmark, baby. Alright, does this does this The end. This does this don't and have then, a name? And then and then Wait. as the credits roll, new kids on the block show up and they all sing a song. Has together. the has the movie ended or has the, the movie, movie within, within the movie. movie ended? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um Is there a single element you don't like? <laughs> Probably not. But maybe you... maybe easier to go through the elements that she thinks worked. Okay. Um the casting <laughs> Too many was to count. Poor. Uh-huh. The 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 ideas. Yeah, I, it's okay, Maddie. I knew this would be too high concept for you. <laughs> it's okay. I think I don't think you'd 
pitched me a movie. I think you ha- you pitched me a circumstance that might happen while making a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Rebuttal, Luke. Yeah, that's the kind of movie I was setting out to make. A, me- a meta Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just like the it's just like how the new Matrix is developed. Okay, okay. You might be able to save this. Can you think of like a quirky play on words title? Oh boy, you could really bring it oh home boy, here, Luke. This is make or break. Leave the silence in, please, Will. I mean, I I thought honestly, I thought I killed it with him renaming Hallmark to Walmart. That that was that... going to be my title, something with Walmart. <laughs> A very Christmas Walmart movie. Oh that leaves the door open to other holidays, oh. too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can see that Maddie agrees. It's a great <laughs> Maddie is looking down at the floor. And then the Try- cover will just, the cover will have Mark Wahlberg smiling with a little Santa hat on. Is that, are those, are those, are those like tears <laughs> of, of, of joy running down Maddie's face right now? <laughs> uh, yeah. I can Maddie tell she is- loves it. Is currently trying to decide how honest she wants to be with Luke. I was just thinking about that time that we met in college and wondering if we could go back to that moment <laughs> and rewind <laughs> somehow. I just don't end up in that Prosser basement. <laughs> you never see it. You don't want to meet me. <laughs> Man, that is harsh. Uh, I'm going to I, I'm, I'm gonna say no. Oh, that's a hard no. Oh man. She's not going to ship it. She has no real criticisms. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> All she's like is, oh no. Do we have the time? Even I though mean... you gave me a great title pun. <laughs> still no. You didn't pitch me a movie. <laughs> yeah, I got a beginning, a middle, an end. You know, the, the crazy thing about this, Maddie, is that we talked a, a while back about how... In the lost, oh, we actually talked about this on the last episode of the podcast that we would really have to bring it next time you were on because you very, very rightfully pointed out after my pitch that I had not pitched a movie. Um, and <laughs> well, so you, I kind of assumed, I, I mean, I kind be, of assumed that all three of us would come in here with something pretty, full you know, at least, at least something, at least something. Uh, that wasn't something. <laughs> wow. So wait, you, you agree, Jacob? You don't like this? You don't like this beautiful pitch that I've rendered? I I you know what? I, I don't. I don't like it. Alright, I, wow. I, I don't I, I didn't Well you also didn't love the Matrix. So Will <laughs> I I love the let I, let the record show I love the Matrix. The Matrix is a masterpiece. The new Matrix I liked but did not love. I okay. Uh, a, a movie, a movie that is very far up its own ass is it, you're dicing with danger, and sometimes when you dice with danger, you come off on the wrong side. I haven't seen a mate. I've not met a matrice that I I haven't thoroughly enjoyed or loved, to be honest. Mm. Uh, and honestly, this could be the fifth matrix. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. I, okay. I guess Maddie and Jacob weren't ready for an edgy Hallmark movie, but <laughs> I think the time is here. Hallmark, I know you're listening. Hit me up. We can, like, it, it doesn't need much, much workshopping. Oh, boy. 
It's almost. It's pretty much ready to go. But and to save, oh boy, to save Madison and Jacobs. Uh, uh, reputation. I'll I'll make sure to edit them to make it seem like they they liked it, <laughs> so that they won't be so embarrassed when it's a classic ten years from now. Yeah. Uh, but also let the record show that I took the criticism, even though there wasn't really any actual criticism, very gracefully. Very gracefully. I, that I'll give you credit for, Luke. Yeah, very, I mean, very, still, yeah. just to point out, there were no actual points made about any flaws with my pitch, but... Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. Very graceful. All right. Yep. Thank you for that, Luke. Well, you can you can edit this out if we're uh, if we're a little long on time, but um, we don't let's, edit let's just go. Out. Okay, great. <laughs> let's just go through the points here. Um, we've got a <laughs> we've got um, a hate crime. Uh, uh, act, like I guess action perpetrator actor. Yeah. Um, yep. Who gets his comeuppance? Who uh, is trying to save face in an industry. Uh, yep, pointing out how phony Hollywood is. Love it. Uh, <laughs> he attempts to make a movie. We don't know the plot of said movie other than there's some snowmobile and a, a big corporation. We don't know who he's falling in love with. We don't get a description or a yeah, quippy CEO. title. Great, great quippy title. No, no, no quippy title. And then uh, um, Walmart, just for the record, it's Walmart. And they, he and his sister-in-law, who is a well-known movie. anti-vaxxer, <laughs> uh, get their heads cut off on set, and then Donnie yep. takes over. That's the story. Yeah, and Donnie finds true love. And then we get new kids on the block. Okay, so... I, I, I do appreciate a new kids on the block in the credit role. That that <laughs> Yeah. Can ship that aspect of it. You just the, the rest of everything else you're gonna leave on the cutting room floor. My yeah, one. I, I I it sounded I mean, I guess I'm biased because this came out of my head and I know how great it is. But as you were listing things back to me, they all sounded like positives. Shall we move on? Yes, please. Next. Yeah, let's just ship it. Yeah. Move on. My only one note for you, Luke, is um, when Jenny McCarthy's uh, dis- d- decapitated he- uh, body sort of... Oh, uh, my. When, when she loses her head, I feel like her body should sort of like flail around a bit and get blood all over the uh, crew of 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 the of the Walmart production uh so that they get they get covid just so that, just so that we can tell the audience <laughs> that like Jenny McCarthy's blood was full of covid yeah that's a great note and i agree Maddie, who should I go next
Who should go next, Maddie? Uh, you know, I think it should be Will. <laughs> oh. All right. Crap. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get this going. Let's Do get I need this to going. break down the qualities of a Hallmark movie after that fiasco? Or are you guys good? <laughs> I've watched, I've actually watched a lot of Hallmark movies. And by a lot, I mean like between five and ten. So, wow. That is a lot. I I think that I'm ready to go. Okay. So, it's December. (laughs) The smell of Christmas is on the air. Ugh, love that Uh, smell. And. A small town girl uh, living in everybody's favorite world. Hallmark small town, Northfield, Minnesota, <laughs> is... Uh, Can she live on St. Olaf Avenue? She lives on St. Olaf Avenue. It's oh. um, wild. And she's actually a townie. She goes to St. Olaf College. Uh, hmm. And she's just come home for the holidays. And there's like down this the big walked, walked down the street yeah. from Saint Olaf College uh-huh. to her. The house. opening, uh-huh. the opening shot is actually her um, with just like 15 bags walking down Saint Olaf Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's classic. Mm-hmm. And she's sort of classic opening. She's shot. a little bit. She's a little bit clumsy. She like falls over and and kind of spirals down the hill, um, <laughs> like Max, like Max in in in. Uh, in how in how the Grinch stole Christmas, kind of, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, accumulates a Turns little snow as she comes down, and there's this big uh, snowball at the at the bottom of the hill, and her head kind of pops out, <laughs> and then she goes like, ah. and then the whole the whole snow snowball falls apart, and there's like a bunch of bags everywhere, uh, and then uh, she goes home, and her mother. Um, is a single mother, and she says it's so good to have you home. I've been I've been kind of lonely since Dad left us last year, and it's just great to have a daughter, my daughter, back in the household. Haven't seen you since Christmas Fest when I walked the one block to to see you, but um, I just missed you so much. And and our main character goes, Mom. Come on, you only live... You, you go to all my choir concerts. What are you talking about? Oh, check, check. Okay. So, anyway... Um, Christmas is in the air, you know? and Yeah, you can smell it. The, like, <laughs> that was the and first you, thing you established. And, uh, and cookies? They, like, really yes. like... They like to bake cookies. There's mm-hmm. a cookie competition downtown... Um, the cons- the cons- you mean in beautiful historic downtown beautiful Minnesota downtown <laughs> historic Minnesota the the sort of cabal <laughs> of small business owners that run absolutely everything that we only know a little bit about but I think includes yeah, yeah, Greg yeah. um yes definitely includes Greg they Norman Norman Butler that mean lady he, at the bakery yeah there's <laughs> like there's like that lady was always very nice to me. <laughs> She was nice to me because I I went in since I was born. But since I could walk, I yeah, basically same. went in there. But um, she was only mean to transplants. Yeah, I guess, like yeah, yeah, transplants like you, Jacob. <laughs> I wasn't. It's true. I wasn't born in Northfield. Well, I mean, 
She could smell it on you. She could smell the Saint Paul on me. Paul boy. This is Saint Paul boy. <laughs> Had to be born I in the hospital. Christmas in the air, but also Saint Paul. <laughs> yeah, she's actually a big character in this one, but she fictionalized. She's it's not. It's, oh, it, it's not actually her. She should be like the uh, the lady in Home Alone two. Is it? The bird lady, the, the just bird covered lady? in pigeon shit. Who everybody thinks is like crazy and mean, but it turns out she's a total sweetheart. Mm. Yeah, but you shouldn't have pigeons in a bakery, Jacob. That's true, but <laughs> maybe it's some other. Maybe she's got the vibe of the pigeon <laughs> yeah, lady yeah, yeah, from yeah. Home Alone too. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm into uh, that. so anyway, oh yeah, cookies. So they're like, they're like, it's the thing that they just love to do as mother and daughter every day, every every christmas and so they um they're like you know what we can we can sign up for this um competition we can do it you know and so there's this big montage montages are huge in hallmark movies by the way um some some christmas themed uh like journey or maybe survivor starts playing you know, yes. Christmas Survivor, love it. It's mm-hmm. the eye of Rudolph and the cream of eggnog. It could be, just be, you know, anyway. be the regular <laughs> so, regular Survivor, but just with jing- yeah, jingle bells, yeah, yeah, yeah in the background. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so that happens. They're 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 whipping up cookies. They're 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 uh, they're making some macaroons as well. You know, so making some egg whites. Put, slamming them in that in that oven, you know, creating these like incredible confections to to have be their like cookie spread, because um, it's like who can, who in the town can produce the best cookie spread, um, and so they 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 put it in the big day arrives and uh, all the all all the town convenes for the big cookie competition. You got you boys remember it, the big big cookie oh, yeah. competition. Um Bridge Square. Bridge Bridge Square, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the fountain. Yeah. Um you get to the the eagle that that sits atop that sculpture, you actually get to have it pointed at your house for until the next football season starts. If for those of you who aren't from Northfield, that is the greatest honor yeah. in Northfield. There are people who would die to have that honor Literally. bestowed upon their family. They would, they would kill to, and probably have people have killed to have that honor yeah. bestowed upon that's, their family. That's how her husband died. <laughs> in yeah. this movie. But that's not graphically relayed in this one. Because this okay. is going to be a less edgy. This is actually going to be like a... <laughs> Like a controversially fluffy Hallmark movie. Interesting um, concept. So, um, so yeah, they're about to uh, answer the the winner, and and mother and daughter are like super super. They're like we we fucking got this because they've they they know that they did really good, and everybody complimented their cookies. All the judges were like, hell yeah, this is dope as shit, except in, like, Hallmark language. So they're like, oh, scrumptious. This is delightful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, uh... Um... So, and, and they, they announced, like, the top ten people. So, like, you know, they're, they're like, we, we, we're not numbers... 
10 through 3. So, you know, we got, we're taking this fucking thing at home, except in Hallmark language, of course. So yeah. they, um, uh, the, they, they announced the winner next, you know, for maximum, maximum effect, right? And it's not them. It's actually, <gasps> oh. it's what? actually, it's actually a father and son, co- uh, uh, <laughs> Um, Stop team it! Stop it! Wins. Town. And they're like, "Don't tell me it." What don't the hell? Tell me it's a, this is Will, an outrage. Do not tell me that this is a Carlton family. They're a, Jacob. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I'm about to tell you this, but <laughs> oh no, they're a Carlton family. Oh no, they're from they they grew up on um on Fifth Street, the East Side. Oh God. <laughs> And they're It'll a bunch never of, work well. They're a bunch of just It'll, fucking uh, white white bread uh, cake eaters, co- cake eating Carlton folk. They yeah. might as well be from Edina, man. Yeah, the dad the dad didn't even grow up in Minnesota. He grew up in like upstate New York. Fuck Whoa. off. Oh, okay. Um. So anyway, oh. um, the the mother and daughter obviously. Wait. Is the dad a straight up hunk though? Yeah. Yeah. So we, mean, need, we need some descriptions here, like rolled yeah, up yeah, flannel yeah. sleeves, but it's rolled yeah. up to the elbow, like mid mid forearm to elbow is where. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 Like that. His long like sleeve that. flannel is rolled all the way up past the shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> revealing his pythons, which are throbbing and veiny. He's got a beard, but it's somehow. Very like manicured. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he's about as mm-hmm. ripped as you can be and still be in a Hallmark movie, right? So like, yeah. you know, not and too. He's ripped. only ripped because he's been carrying just, around academic books all day. Yeah. Just the slightest like salt and pepper right above the ears. Exactly. Just, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's think Mark Emmons. <laughs> His hair has the speckling of the sands of time. <laughs> yeah. His eyes have the depth of thousands of oceans. Dad is hot as fuck. Um, and this and the sun is Hallmark language. Also hot in Hallmark language. Yeah, but he's like a hot teen or a hot he's a college hot college. Student. He's a hot Carlton. Carl. He's a hot Carlton. Yeah. Pr- which we all know is like a fucking unicorn, man. Like those guys I think, are I think, weird as hell looking. He's like he's like Luke Reppy. Yeah. He's like, I was gonna say, I think "Hot Carl" is a like a heinous sexual act. <laughs> but let me get back to you on that. <laughs> okay, please tell me what "Hot Carl" is on UrbanDictionary.com after I'm done with this pitch, of course, and and yeah, yeah, and relay yeah, yeah. it to me in Hallmark language because this is a Hallmark All episode. Right. Um, okay, so <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to know what it is yeah yeah i can't wait (laughs) i'm just gonna read it to you word word for word from urban dictionary (laughs) it says mostly everyone is wrong a hot carl is the act of putting saran over the face (laughs) and taking a dump on it wow on your own face uh, no, on a on a consenting partner's <laughs> face. Oh, okay, uh, that's all we care about. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
okay, I'm going to stop reading that. It gets worse from there. All right. Well, okay, okay. The Digression thing, over. None of that is, is in this pitch. None of, the, none of that <laughs> is in this pitch. This pitch is unsullied by... Uh, there might uh, be some of that in my pitch, just saying. <laughs> scatological <laughs> sex acts. It's it's oh, very clean. Very, very clean. Okay. Rated yeah, G, actually. A, um, that might be too clean. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be rated PG only because... <laughs> The people in it are so good looking. It like it, it's it just doesn't quite pass. Yeah. But like, yeah, even though it's very wholesome, it's impossible not to watch and have yeah sexy thoughts. Exactly, about it. like it's like rated PG for the thoughts that your own head generate while watching it. That yeah okay. So anyway, back with the plot. Um, mom and and daughter are outraged. They're like, this is crazy. They obviously cheated. They're, they've they've used their clout um, on the on the on the east side of town to buy out the judges. These cookies are garbo, right? And they are like, they saying this to the other team? Um, Did they try are, are their, their cookies? cookies? Actually, garbo. Yeah. <laughs> well, so they're they're about to they're about to try the cookies, but then. Um, Old old man Anderson. Oh, oh dear. The thing about Six. old man Anderson, we we're the community accepts him. You know, they just they're just trying to trying to let him in on the festivities. But he his horse drawn carriage just he he loses control of it and it bashes over the the table of cookies and they go flying everywhere. Oh no! Um, and 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 like. <laughs> cookie crumbs like spatter all over everybody and they're like oh great we can't try the cookies mm. and i'm all covered in crumbs and uh and then the the hot dad is like well ours were better trust me Whoa. and they're like oh. and they were like i think we're gonna have to have another bake off <laughs> and so Dang. <laughs> they they um end up going back to uh the Carlton. There well there's this there's this huge scene where they're like they don't want to be seen on the east side of town cuz that's Carlton territory. So they won't go back. Um so they're like just come up to St. Olaf, but uh, St. Olaf Ave. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having some difficulty with my mouth I right now. Did we properly I was explain say, that's the, your alma the mater, two college dynamic of this town? <laughs> um, but I know it's a little late for that, perhaps. But, <laughs> but then they're like, but then they're like, nah, man. Will's, like, Will's not going to attempt. I can't. <laughs> I can't go up to Saint Olaf Ave. Not only is it full of shit-eating Saint Olaf people in Hallmark language, of course, but it's it's uphill. Like, I'm not going to go uphill. To bake for the bake off, that's like uh, it's it's not home term. It's you never you never wage battle where the enemy is higher than you, man. Like you can't do that. So it's basic battle stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Obi anyway, Kenobi 101. yeah. The it's a history professor, so he's like really into like ancient battles, but in like a very wholesome hallmarky way. Like he's he's more about he's actually like 
more interested in the history of battlefield medics and how they helped out the poor, injured, and sick people on the battlefield because he's the, a sensitive soul. The dad is really into history. The hot dad. Yeah, the dad's a history professor, and the <laughs> and and the mom. Hey, Will. Yeah. Are there going to be any scenes where he's cooking in just an apron and nothing else? <laughs> uh, I don't think that'd I can swing a, that. Yeah, like, I was going to say that would yeah. be a hard one to sneak no, past like the ratings board. No, like after all the crumbs got on everyone, they had to like, oh, we got to remove yeah. these. PG, Maddie. Oh, I'm PG sorry. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I know this is a really hot movie for and it. You know, for a PG thir- or PG movie, but trust me, the Tumblr See, this is- and uh, and all of the sort of fanfic that has to do with this, like <laughs> it's going to be off the chain. Um, so yeah, when when uh, the dad mentions that thing about battles, the mom is like, "Oh, I'm a nurse, and I I see uh, people who have." engaged in the battle of football all the time i'm a football nurse and she and, she, and the dad's like wow that's intriguing um are there going to be any scenes where she's dealing with like very serious head trauma uh no 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 or le- legs that are so broken that they're this like is, broken in half this is Stakes well, are okay, low. Just, just asking Stakes yeah are low. In fact, it's okay. so fluffy. It's so if you, controversially. If you want your movie to perpetuate this uh, ignorance to the damages of, of football on the brains of young men, that's okay. <laughs> it's so controversial or, or uh, controversially fluffy that when she, that she actually just says owies and boo boos, like she doesn't even say injuries. Um, and this so, young football player has a brain boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> She actually, yeah, she stares at the camera like briefly f- for like five seconds and then is like, but seriously, brain boo boos are a really big issue. And you shouldn't, you probably yeah. shouldn't have your children do uh, football in school because of the brain boo boos. They won't be, be able to do their homework. And a hotline yeah. in, in, in the credits. Yeah. So brain so, God, that's great. Well, beautiful. So they yeah. decide they're like, if we can't settle this, we're just going to have to build a house so that we can we can both have a bake off. So they spend the rest of their Christmas building a house so that they can have a bake off in, in the house. And is the house made out of gingerbread? Yeah. And it's Where is this house? It's on is a little it island the in the middle of the Cannon River so that it's like oh. perfectly perfectly fair. Neutral you grounds. Know? There's not yeah. an already existing house. No, not not in no. the middle not of the, in the river. Middle of the river. Okay. Maddie, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you said on. next to the river. Um, no, in the middle of the no, river. No, 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 no. They actually, no, 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 no. it's not even. They have to build the <laughs> island too. They have to do this like crazy geoengineering to like create a little island. They could just. They could take all the the cookie crumbs yeah. and make a cookie island. Yeah, and build it on actually, that. they they do like a falling water slash like um like. Vil- super villain headquarters type thing where the dam at the back at the at the middle of Northfield like the waterfall sort of parts mechanically and and you can just like go in there and that's what they that work is- on for the next you know ten days of <laughs> before Christmas <laughs> super, and on Christmas Eve cool. they've built this they finally built this uh 
this house so that they can do it. They can do, they can do the bake off. But what's this? The mom and the dad have kind of fallen in love with each other. What? Oh, While thank God! I thought you were going to say they. Yeah, oh. because because house building, they just they Takes started two. thinking about about like the di- the different layouts and stuff. It be- kind of becomes a little HGTV at this point. Like they're kind of yeah. like talking about the layouts, and they realize, oh my gosh, like their decor and their their materials and their whole vibe is just like so similar, and they want their house layout to be like almost exactly the same. Mm. And they're like, wow. We actually have a lot in common, despite being from mortal enemies' sides of town, um, you know. And so they were—they're about to have the the bake off, and they think, and you know, the 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 children are still like mortal enemies. The children are like at each other's throats and like really excited for this this bake off, and they reveal to their children that they've fallen in love, and the children are like. How are we going to be able to do the bake off now? You guys are 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 compromising, and and they 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 boat off (laughs) through the waterfall in a huff. Um, But then, you know, as they're in the boat, they kind of bond over their shared anger at their parents, and they realize maybe maybe they should work it out. It's Christmas after all. It's the time of the year to be with the people that you love. And so they, uh, they, got, they all come back and they, they try each other's cookies. And they're like, these cookies are really good. But then old man Anderson, he comes in and he, and he hits them again. And the, but this time, instead of the cookies flying everywhere and creating sexy crumbs all over... They they mash together and fly into everybody's mouth, and they're like, "Oh my god, these cookies taste even better together." This is the best oh. ever, and so they open up a cookie shop, and the cookie shop is called Carlton and Saint Olaf Cookies. No. No, love no, 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 together. No. Start over. Start over. <laughs> A taste Start over. of <sighs> good co- start. Co- cookie. Bring it home. Cows, Bring it home, Will. Cows, cookies, and contentment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And then there's the disclaimer about the brain boot. Uh, brain boo-boos and then it ends yes good god will wow all right you i can i just say you knocked that out of the park man thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh were you talking about will's picture bite sorry i got mixed up there it was definitely will your yours was very good as well definitely definitely not (laughs) talking about yours luke definitely sorry couldn't didn't hear you there you cut out Maddie's vote is the vote that counts, however. So oh, too bad I couldn't hear her vote. <laughs> Do you ship it, Maddie? Oh, yeah. Oh, I ship it hard. Yeah. That, there, there was a moment where you lost me with the whole turf war between <laughs> these two trying to build a house, but I see it was an activity, not their cookie making, but the house building really brings in the HGT. Yeah. 
HGTV crowd, which I would argue is probably the same diagram as the Hallmark crowd. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. one big yeah. circle. If my mother in law is any indication. Housemaking and lovemaking, which I'm assuming was happening. It's only implied, though, if it's a PG movie. Yes. And, like, barely implied. Yeah. Hmm. And it's only PG because they're really, really hot. It's really a G movie <laughs> in, like, all other respects. Uh, what I really liked, Willie, was that we thought they were building a gingerbread house, but they were building a gingerbread home. <laughs> oh, my God. Where yeah. was this energy, Luke? Where was this energy in your pitch? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, back-to-back good pitches. It's been a good episode. Oh, boy. I think, Will, you you ticked all the boxes. That is... Cows, cookies, uh, and contentment. Shit. And that's with with Maddie not even knowing that Northfield's town motto is cows, colleges, and contentment. That's how good that title was. You don't even have to know that it is a play on that. Mm Mm-hmm. God, I. You got the small town yes. characters. The side characters really shine. <sighs> Old man Anderson, yeah, especially Mister Anderson. I could really visualize what a it all. Character, what a kooky, kooky mm. character. Great okay. pitch. <clears throat> Please recommend your friends to listen to our podcast. We'd really love it. It would mean a lot if they give us a shot. Sometimes there's songs. I I have to follow that up. And knowing what I know about what my pitch is going to be, that is worrying to me. Um, <laughs> not is because yours also an edgy <clears throat> meta pitch. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it is. Is yours also a food competition pitch? Surprisingly, not. It is food related. It's it's not the content of the pitch, but rather the quality that is intimidating to me. Because Will just like came in here and knocked a walk off home run out of the stadium. Yeah, and back then now back. now I'm next up to bat, and it's like. What what can I do, right? Hey, it's that's a, back to back feel I'm not listening to Luke. That's, I'm not listening to Luke. You're right. It is hard to follow up <laughs> after that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna get a my sauce and settle in. I'm here. Okay. I'm so here. Sh- should I not start? No. Please get extra time to here? tinker, Jacob. Okay. Um. Excuse well, I, I don't. I don't need any extra time to tinker because I'm just gonna dive right in. My film is set in a small town uh, in southern Minnesota. Oh, um, interesting. Could be any town with you know two colleges and a river okay. that divides uh, it. And what's the town motto? The town motto is something like "Kiowa's colleges and contentment" or something uh, like that. You know, something, beautiful. something, something with that sort of feel to it. Uh, we'll call it we'll call it Northfield, just Screams for the sake Hallmark. of. Yeah, just for the sake of thinking about this, this sign that you'll see as you drive into town. Um, but this is in Northfield. Um, I guess it's not really set in the future, but it's set in an alternate Northfield where we are experiencing the groundbreaking of the brand spanking new Spam Factory. Oh, wow. Mm. 
Mm. Um, everybody knows, everybody knows that Austin, Minnesota is the birthplace of Spain. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, they have the... Yeah, yeah, I've been to the Spam Museum. They have a Spam Museum. It sells great merch. They make lots of Spam. Um, but Spam in this universe has gotten so big that they need to expand. And so there was... A, I guess we're we're seeing this in the in the beginning of the movie that there's been a years long search to find the perfect place for the new spam factory, and they settle on Northfield, um, and they have hired a wouldn't you know it a single mother to to run the factory. Um, her name is Penelope. She's played by Elizabeth Banks. Um, Had her husband she, die. <laughs> her husband died. Um, during uh, the viral campaign to get the spam factory in Northfield, tragically, he like went skydiving with a sign that said "Northfield Spam." Um, but then his parachute didn't open, and he died. His um, parachute was just full of cans of spam. His parachute was full of cans. His of parachute spam. was cans of spam. Nobody ever accused him of being a smart man, but he was a dedicated man, and that's what Penelope loved about him. Um, and we see some flashbacks of their life together. I don't know if that's a Hallmark thing, um, but her husband's played by Joe Latruglio um, of <laughs> nice. Brooklyn Nine-Nine fame um, and Wet Hot American Summer. Um, and he was a sweet man. Like I said, not the not the brightest man, but he made up for that with heart. Um, and so Elizabeth Penelope, excuse me, is reeling a little bit because this death, you know, is kind of recent, but is also committed to be the best gosh darn spam factory for person in the state of Minnesota. Um, and so she brings a lot of vigor to this job. It's opening day at the factory and she gives an incredibly motivating speech about how, um, you know, this is, this is what's going to change Northfield. It's what's going to put Northfield on the map. Everybody's heard about Jesse James, but Northfield News, a new claim to fame. That new claim to fame is going to be spam. <clears throat> did I mention that she had an infant daughter? Because she has an infant daughter. You did say single mom. I, I assumed she was a single mom. Yeah. She was a single mom, but her daughter is, at the beginning of the movie is very, very young. All right. So she gives this speech. It's beautiful. It's inspiring. Everybody gives a big hip, hip, hooray, and then gets to work. Uh... Uh, a card comes across the screen five years later. All right. So we've skipped ahead a bit in the timeline. Uh, Penelope is still uh, leading the spam factory. And we look in on a meeting of like the big wigs and they're like, Penelope, you bring a lot to the table as the leader of the spam factory. Um, but we're just not, we're just not pumping out the same volume of spam as our uh, competitors. Competitors, not really competitors, because they're both doing the same thing. But they're like, in Austin, you know, they got this down to a science. They're shipping out twice as much spam as you're shipping out oh. here. Um, so something needs to be done. And what that something is, they're holding this meeting to tell her, is that they're shipping in a new co-plant manager. Okay? And at this moment... He busts in, and it's Ken Marino. Oh, Ken Marino! Okay. Great actor. Okay, let me tell you a thing or two about Ken Marino's character, Chad. Is he Chad from Chadwick. the Big Apple? Chad Chadwick 
is he grew up in Northfield. <gasps> okay. And when it came time to decide on a college, he was choosing between St. Olaf, Carleton, and Big Apple University. Whoa. He was accepted to all three, but he decided, I'm too big for this town. This this town can't handle this much, Chad. So I'm going to take my talents to the Chad. Big Apple. Chad! He, he sounds like a real dingus. Mm. He went to Big Apple U. Um, and here's another thing about Chad. Back in the day, he went to high school with Penelope. Oh. And they had kind of a thing. Oh. oh, an old flame. An old flame. So when when Chad busts down the door and walks in with his shiny businessman suit from the Big Apple, um, we get a flashback. You know, we're going to rely heavily on flashbacks. And we go back to their high school days. And I guess they didn't really have a thing so much as Penelope had a big fat crush on him. <gasps> But he was always too big for his boots, so yeah. he never paid her any notice. Mm. So she kind of had this this unrequited love thing going. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. We've all been there. We've all been there. We all know it's, what that's like. Um, and so when, when – and in these flashbacks, we also see a young Joe Latruglio, her, who um, is like her, her, her good pal – who is also secretly in love with her, but at this point she doesn't have feelings for him because she has feelings for Chad. Yep. Are you, fo- are you following this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She she doesn't. Okay. No, she has feelings for not her dead husband anymore. Oh, because it's five years later. Got it. I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. In the past, in high school, dead husband was into her. She was into Chad. Gotcha. Chad was into getting out of Dodge gotcha. because he had mm-hmm. big aspirations of becoming yeah. a big businessman. He was but a, once, you know a big city Joe dick. Proved. Joe proved he stuck if you around. Just, if you just hang in there, eventually the person you like will settle for you. Absolutely. It's a heartwarming story, really. Um, and then you'll die. And then you'll, and die, then you'll die in a tragic spam skydiving accident. But you'll die happy. Mm-hmm. But you'll die happy. And you'll leave happy memories, mostly happy memories behind. Um, so Chad busts in and he is, he's firing on all cylinders right away. He starts ordering people around. He's like, I'm going to whip this, this plant into shape. You know, I thought I'd never come back to this two horse town, but here I am. And I'll be gosh darned if I don't make this the best spam factory this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. He's going to be like, I learned a thing. Oh, go ahead. He, he learned a thing or two in the big apple. Because he worked for a bunch of like fancy pants startups, startup companies, and they're like, we think differently in the Big Apple. Not just differently, we think better. So I can bring some of this expertise that I have, and I can bring it into this podunk town, and I can make this factory hum like a happy mule or something. I don't and know. And you know what? You know what I've heard about the Big Apple is if you what can if, make it there, the you, you can, can make, make it anywhere. It anywhere. That's what he says. What he say? says that. That's oh, what yeah. they say, and that's what yeah. Chad says. He says, I made it in the Big Apple, so I'm sure as heck going to make it here. And, because this apple's not even that big. And Elizabeth Banks is just, like, rolling her eyes. Her eyes, yeah, her eyes are rolling, like, so hard. It's almost unbelievable how hard her eyes are rolling. Um, Has so, Elizabeth Banks ever been in a real Hallmark movie? I don't know. 
possibly. That does so, not matter. They will recycle. They sure, 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 sure. I was just, I was wondering if she would stoop to that caliber of movie. Uh, this is going to be like than, more than whether Hallmark would use her because absolutely they would. Uh, this is going to be like a, a prestige Hallmark movie. You know, this is like a little bit of each kind of Hallmark movie tonight. Yeah, this is like I'm I'm really being treated tonight. I was going to say at the end of your pitch that uh, one of the reasons why Will's works so much is he didn't mention any actors. uh, I I (laughs) made note of that, but I already decided on who I was going to cast. And so I didn't throw it away because I think these casting decisions are, are dynamite. And that's just a me thing. I'm sorry if it's not working for no, you, but no, for, my, I, I'm, for my vision. The visuals and the casting choices are helping me absorb this material. We got a sassy okay. Banks. We got a, yes. a dead Joe. Uh, yes, sadly, tragically dead Joe. Who I totally and could a, believe a, died because of a spam-related accident. Yeah. It just kind of fits, don't yeah, you think? It does very, yeah. very well. Um, and the and one kooky thing that this is going to do, Ken Marino is so lovable um, that m- making him kind of the antagonist, I think, would be a real f- breath of fresh air because I think he could really have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Although he is kind of he does sometimes play like a semi antagonist. Anyway, moving on with this pitch because I still got a lot to get oh through. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm, we're just at the start. I mean, come on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up the up the speed, though. I'm going to accelerate a little bit. So um, he's making, like, he's making decisions that are unpopular. The first thing he does is he, like, he automates a big part of the part of the process of making spam. And so, like, a bunch of people jobs are, are out lost. of a job. And at this, jobs are lost. And at this point, like, Northfield is very much dependent on the spam factory. Like, everybody works at the, everybody who is anybody works at the spam factory. They uh, have decent hours. They pay a, a great wage, and you can take home as much spam as you want. So, like, mostly people are just eating spam because, like, if you could, why wouldn't you? Um, but the first change that he makes is he automates stuff, and he's like, we see a little bit of that, and you know, there are now robots standing where people used to stand on the line, and like, you can see that the 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 co the coworkers of these robots aren't too jazzed about that. But they're like, you know, you know, if this is what it takes for the for the factory to be great, because we want the factory to be great, because if the factory is great, it makes Northfield into, you know, it elevates Northfield. So that goes on for a while, and it's still, you know, we see lots of, like, graphs where there are lines where it's showing, like, how much money they're making. And it's, like, going up a little bit, but then Ken Marino's like, we, we're right here, we need it to be right here, right? And so he, we get, like, a a long scene of him just like racking his brain in his office. He's like, these people, you know, they, they don't have the vision that I do. Like they still care about things other than making the spam factory. Great. Like my co factory four person Penelope, like has this daughter that she cares about. (laughs) And frankly, that's like, that's lame. It's not business. That's like, that's like a daughter. I, I'm yeah. all about business, and she's all about her daughter. He's got some good points. And then he's like, he, <laughs> he's a sympathetic antagonist, is what I'm getting at. Um, <laughs> and he's like looking at the graphs, and he's like looking over at the calendar, and he's like, 
could I take Saturdays and Sundays and like do away with those? And he's like, no, a tired worker, you know, they need a couple days to rest because they'll be more productive um, after they've had those couple of days off. And then he flips the calendar to the next month and the next month is December. <gasps> and you know, it's in December. Crimbo. It's Crimbus. It's Christmas time in December. And a, a Grinch-like grin starts to sneak, oh, snake its way across no. Ken Marino's face. I can't even imagine that a guy with <laughs> such a delightful face. He, they're gonna like do a lot of work with lighting and like <laughs> some lighting from above, below. I don't know how, how they would do it, but they make him look real devious, and he's got this like evil glimmer in his eyes, and this big smile goes across his face, and he's like, "I know where there's some chaff." that can be cut from this wheat to make a better spam product. And then it cuts to the next day and he's holding a big meeting and he's like effective immediately holidays are canceled. And there's a big uproar. As you would imagine, there's a big uproar in the factory and everybody's like, you can't do that. And he's like, I talked to the corporate head of spam America and they said, go for it. They are like me. They like business. They're not like you who care about other things other than business. And we know that the bottom line is people want more spam. And if the people want more spam, by gum, we're going to give them more spam. So Christmas Day comes and everybody's at work. And everybody's real sad and they're crying and those tears get into the spam. Oh no. Can't bring the, the spam product. gets sh- the oh, spam no. gets shipped out. This is going somewhere other than where you think it might be going though because the spam gets shipped out and they track where individual spam goes. And the next week they get like a flood of calls from spam consumers around the country and they're like the spam, this latest batch of spam that I had was the best spam I've ever tasted in my entire life. And this news gets back to Chad Chadwick and it totally vindicates what he was talking about. He's like, oh, you no. see? Dang it. I'm just a business guy, but I just like lucked into this. The- and so he is like, he calls another company meeting and he's like, not only is Christmas not a thing anymore, you have to work on Christmas, but every holiday is. Oh my God. And there's like an even bigger outcry. And Penelope stands up and she says, hey, now, we're supposed to be the co-bosses of this factory. We, I don't think that this is, I don't think that this is right, Chad. Frankly, I don't think it's right that you're taking away all our holidays. I think that we need to make a compromise. And Chad's like, I am a businessman. Business is my life. I guess business people do compromise sometimes, though. So he's like, you know what? I will make this one compromise to you. I have the permission of the corporate spam overlords to take away as many holidays as I want. But because I'm such a generous guy, I will allow one day a year where you can celebrate all the holidays you want. And everybody can have it off. And Penelope's like, I'm not happy with that like and the other people in the factory are like no we're not happy with that and chad's like well here's the thing you can either have your one holiday or 
you can have no holidays at all. And they're like, well, I guess when you put it like that. Wait, I guess when you unionized? put it like that. I mean, they must not be unionized. They're not right? unionized. Spam is a not, it's a Chad, very strongly they got a They got a union. <laughs> Hasn't Chad just said, listen, all I need is your tears. Can you just cry a little bit on the job to make it tasty? Okay, keep on going. That's he doesn't probably wanna, what's going to happen. He doesn't want to play his hand this early. Okay, okay. Um, for some reason. I don't, for some reason. I don't really have an ending to this, um, but we're going to forge ahead oh. anyway. So oh. Wait, you're floundering? You're <laughs> no, so no, no, close no, no, no. to the end. This is not, so close not to a perfect Hallmark movie already. I'm not floundering. I'm not floundering. I'm playing it off the cuff, but I, as you can tell, I'm not floundering at all. This is all solid fried gold that's coming out of my mouth. Um, so I guess we cut to, at this point, Greenville Park Elementary School. Oh, great elementary. Where, uh, Penelope's daughter is in kindergarten. It's the first day after winter break. And she's telling all of her classmates about how sad her mom is. And the teacher's like, why is your mommy so sad? I guess the teacher probably knows because spam runs the town. (laughs) But their their teacher is like, yeah. It's really sad. Like, it's, it's kind of wrong. Um, but let me tell you something, sweetie. You know this Chad Chadwick that you keep talking about so much because he's such a, a mean old business boy. He, I know a little something about Chad Chadwick. And I know that he was kind of full of himself in high school. But there's a reason behind that. And the daughter's like, I'm... I'm just a kindergartner. Like you probably shouldn't be telling me this. Like if anybody needs to hear about this, it's probably my mom because she's like a she's like a precocious little girl who's like mm-hmm. she can crack some wise, but she's also like you know That's she's five years old. Huge. So this is Check this right is not there. information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like real precocious, and she's like, my, I'm sure my mommy would love to hear about all about this. And so the teacher calls Penelope up, and she's like, here's the deal. I was talking to your daughter, and I thought that you should know. Everybody thinks that Chad Chadwick is so mean. But there's actually a reason that he's so mean. Because I knew Chad Chadwick in elementary school. We went to elementary school together. And he was the sweetest little boy around. Didn't she go to elementary school with him, too? She didn't. She went to, she went to Bridgewater. Oh. <laughs> he went to Greenville. She yeah. went to Greenville. Okay. Um, wow. yeah, she, maybe she's a Prairie Creek kid. I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's from more humble um, roots than her, then, if she went to Bridgewater. That's the oh. thing. Chad Chadwick um, went to the, the school where all the poor kids go, <laughs> which is where Luke and Will and I all went. <laughs> no, it's not, that's not true. That's not true. That is, that is a conversation for another time about <laughs> the unfairness of funding in schools in Northfield. Um, but, but yes, he went to elementary school with, with Miss uh, Clearwater, who's the kindergarten teacher. And she tells the story of what happened to Chad Chadwick when he was a little boy. And what happened to Chad Chadwick when he was a little boy is that he was, <laughs> he had a single father. Of course. And the single father... Yeah worked so hard but he made so little money and so the family was always scrabbling you know and every penny that his father had went to little chad and it to such an extent that 
his father starves to death because he had spent his last oh, money no. on buying school lunch. Commentary, commentary, commentary alert. On buying school lunch, paying oh, for school lunch for Chad. Luke, and you hearing that this? Was when, you hearing this commentary? That was when he was in fourth grade. <laughs> and a- a- after that, Chad changed from a sweet little boy into a boy that was determined at all costs to make sure that he was a big businessman who never had to worry about money. And so, with this information, Penelope goes into Chad's office at work and says, Chad, I know your secret. And Chad says, I don't know what you're talking about. And Penelope says, I talked to Miss Clearwater. And he's like, yeah, so what? And then she lays it out about how she knows all about his deep, dark secret and that he's a tortured soul and a sweet little boy that's stuck inside the body of a money-grubbing, power-hungry businessman. But a very cute, money-hungry yeah. businessman. I mean, it's, it's, it's Ken Marino. Yeah. You know? You can't hide Ken Marino being, yeah. from being Ken Marino. And so Ken Man. Marino, he breaks down and he cries. And he cries so many tears and the tears fall into the glass that's sitting in front of him. And when he's done crying, he's all dried out. There's this big full cup of, of tears that's in front of him. And <laughs> what? <laughs> go ahead, Luke. What does he what's the before and after look like for him just being like not dried out versus fully dried he out? He looks like it's it's the kind of situation where like he gains twenty pounds to shoot the earlier parts of the movie, and then the <laughs> aftermath of him crying is before he gained those twenty it's pounds. It's just pure water weight. He loses. It's just pure. He loses pure water weight, and he after he's done crying, he stands up and embraces Penelope, and he says, "Penelope, you've changed my life. I never thought that anybody would care." about what happened to me as a little boy. I've tried to run away from it, but now that I've confronted it, I can see how it how it's changed me. And I still feel like that little boy inside, but that little boy is scared. And that fear has turned me into a business beast. And from this day on, I vow to provide all the tears <laughs> that Charity. our spam factory needs. To create the most delicious spam and to bring the holidays oh. back to Northfield. Jacob. And then they have a big kiss and they're in love. Do you think that <laughs> the tears the tears of of joy yes. might actually yes. taste better? Because what happens is Penelope Penelope confesses that she loved him back in the day after she's seen the soft side. And then Chad confesses that he actually always loved her, but he didn't know how to f- how to express his feelings because he was a broken business beast already at that point. But they both are so happy to know that they still love one another. And he cries tears of joy into another cup that's sitting nearby, and it fills all the way up. And then he like his take. He's like, "Oh, now I know that." The tears of sadness are what we used before, so I gotta figure out which one of these is tears of sadness. And so he t- tastes the one and he tastes the other. He's like, "Oh my god, they're identical. <laughs> we could just be taking tears of joy this entire time." 
So what really we need to do is make this the most joyful place we can possibly make it. And that is the secret to making Northfield the best place in our spam factory, the greatest <laughs> gosh darn spam factory there is. And then You'd have the- to make people, <laughs> people so happy with their work to yeah. make them cry tears of joy. He hires a bunch of... <laughs> he takes them the- all to therapy. He takes all, yeah. all the workers to therapy. <laughs> And oh, rings out say, their really, they could really, into a glass. They could really use it. <laughs> I was going to say that he he just hires like all of the 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 downtrodden of Northfield to come in and be little ticklers and tickle people <laughs> under the armpits as they're working. Yeah, dude, we'll we'll get a whole montage of that as the credits roll of the different innovative ways that they're making people cry tears of joy and happiness and laughter. They only have and to sometimes work four sadness. times a week And now. sometimes sadness because sadness is a, is a part of a balanced life. Yeah. Much, as, much the same as spam is the part of a balanced breakfast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> And but. they'll make that, that direct comparison. Yeah. There'll be a disclaimer about at that point. at the end. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah, at the end of the credits, they get married and, and Chad adopts the child. I mean, I guess he doesn't really need to because he's marrying into the family. Mm. But the point is, it's a happy ending. The end. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Maddie, you're scaring me. <laughs> uh, I pulled out all the stops on that one. A lot of vamping in that one, for sure. <laughs> a lot of. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Waited. I have never. A bated breath. Um. Okay, uh, title? Holiday, with the D capitalized. The holiday. Like holiday, like... Uh, like the one day of the year that they're making all the holidays is the holiday. And that's like the, the big conflict in the movie is the holiday. Okay. Do, do they ever actually celebrate that, though, in the movie? They're all dreading it. Oh, okay. They're all dreading the one holiday. They talk about it around the work, the water cooler constantly, so it makes sense why it's the title. <laughs> because they talk about it a lot. <sighs> this is not the. This is not the reaction I was I'm hoping so for. Sorry, I don't feel good about this one either. <laughs> what's, your, what's your reservation on this one? <laughs> Can it be that the the whole? The saving of the town is all uh, uh, tier-based. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that he... It's not- I, I wanted more interaction between the, between these two antagonists that are the, the, main, the main people here. It was a little yeah, too. Yeah, there's too, lots of that. Too, that too spam centric. That was impl- that was implied <laughs> that the 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 relationship building was implied. I didn't think I had to spell okay, it out. Okay. Okay. No. No. Oh, no, you don't ship no. it. Oh. Jacob, here's what, if I were you, what I would do is just pretend that it got shipped. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel a lot better. No, no, no. no. I know. <laughs> I know, I am confident that I pitched the best Hallmark movie that I could possibly have pitched. And I understand well, that, I understand that Maddie has high, has high standards. So I, I respect, I respect her decision, but I also, I'm not upset about it because I know that I did my very best. <laughs> 
Can I also you, say, um, Ken Marino has been in a Hallmark movie before. I looked at really, that. yeah, 2006's Falling in Love with the Girl Next Door. Oh, I gotta add that to the watch list. So if that if that changes your mind in any way, it Maddie. does slightly change my mind. We know that he has it in him to deliver. I love your casting choices. Um, Thank you. I liked I liked the happy ending, but um, it doesn't seem that happy. Uh, what part of it doesn't seem happy to you? They're literally crying tears of happiness. Like, what's happier than that? And then also they get married. Their long lost un- unrequited love becomes requited, and then they get married and live happily ever after as as benevolent overlords of the spam. Factory. On tears of joy, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like that's only tears of joy. That's just like the little secret ingredient. It's not like they're selling cans of tears. Yeah, there's also a lot of spam in there. There's like ninety. Eight, at least 98% spam. I guess I just worry cans. how they keep those tears going over the years. Yeah. Well, they gotta get they have to get creative. Could That's be, that is a problem for the sequel, though. Could it oh, be Maddie, when, it comes right, when it comes right down to it? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't there be? Holiday. Hits two. This seems like this seems yeah. like the type of movie Walmart Studios would want to produce. <laughs> Could it be Don't that, try. Uh, don't try to Even sneak if Maddie's not mind. shipping it, Walmart Studios will. <laughs> the ele- the whole element of sort of human harvest. It's, it's that, like, are you finding that a little distasteful? It's not it's not Soylent Green like at all, because it's not it's just a byproduct. Yeah. <laughs> it's a waste byproduct. I think I I, I want more does, does that make it better? No, I want more Christmas it, cheer. It's, it's like it's like seventy five percent there. I want like more yeah. like a yeah, like yeah, a yeah, joyful yeah. sort of like Santa yeah. moment with the child. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of yep. it did my you- my only criticism <laughs> personally, Jacob, is that the Christmas did seem a bit secondary. Yeah, that was that was always gonna be a problem. Um, there's definitely a scene where, where little, little Penelope's daughter is sitting on Santa's lap and she says all she wants for Christmas is for mommy to be happy again. Again, that I felt, I thought that was important. It was not. (laughs) Well, now I'm, now I'm explicitly saying it. Jacob, you, you played it a bit too safe, (laughs) too, too formulaic. I, I played it a bit too loose. Will hit Will the sweet is the shining I, I kn- star of this evening. I, you know, do not disagree with that. Could this at be all. the first episode of Pitch Hunt where I did the best pitch? I don't know that it's the. No, I don't think so. It's definitely the only episode where you were the only one who got pitched. Usually, it's the other way around. <laughs> yeah, you're like the opposite of Ted. <laughs> oh wow! I mean that in a very good way. His alter. I mean, yeah. His you both are very you both are very attractive, but like, you know, in different ways. In terms of in terms of pitching, Ted tends to not shit my pitches. Well, you were I will say you were really asking for it the last time he was on. <laughs> yeah. I, you were you were basically just tempting him to who, get mad who at d- you. Who did the pistachio <laughs> pitch? 
Was that? That was Jay. So, that was a classic. So what I was, was going to say, if it's a pitch about food, it was. <laughs> I want to say, I often, I often pitch pitches rely on some sort of magical ingredient in order for the thing to work, like a pistachio or tears or. <laughs> That's just two. That's you, two examples. Does not a trend make, Maddie? Most recently. <laughs> Can I think of a third one? Definitely not, because. All my other ones are airtight. It would be fun to do an episode where we try to do pitches in each other's like the style. Other person. <laughs> oh boy, I, that would be really difficult. I would love to actually, I think I, I think I just like, I think you would have sold me if you had like a a, a funnier title than Holiday. If you can, you so, if you can if dig I, that up. What if I called it? What if I called it? Um, hmm. Spam like it hot. <laughs> uh, Christmas with the spam. Um, I was gonna. How about the title says Christmas spam on the poster, then spam is crossed out and sham is written above it. Yeah, can I steal that idea from Luke? What about under new spamagement? <laughs> I like that. Will. One well, I like that one the best of all. Does Hallmark know about you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get your agent to get me in touch with, with Hallmark? We found your calling. Yeah, I can do. I can do writing. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna top either of those. So, with the title "Under New Spamagement" attached to my pitch, does that move the needle? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. 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 What about if I concede that maybe the great Walmart Studios isn't the best title, but I let Will pick something for me? That'll put mine over the edge, right? I, I don't. F- I know I was close. I know. I know you said I was really close. I, I, like several wait, times. Oh wait, you're, you're you're sourcing Will to to give the title for your for your movie. Movie. Make- I don't call him Will anymore. I call him Mister Hallmark. Yeah. But yes. Movie making is a collaborative exercise. It's true. Everyone's always like, oh, it's the the director. But no. No. It's a whole big crew. Yeah. Don't you let know? them steal They're your ideas. It's all collaborative. Hold them There are upwards of close to your chest. three or four people involved in most movies. Yeah. Excuse these me. Are, these are very valuable ideas. All right. Well, I guess with that, we've reached the end of... What turned into quite a lengthy episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. I don't think it was your I don't think it was your fault. (laughs) I could have reined you in a little more. Largely largely the usual suspect. (laughs) Um did we want to do uh, a little bit of cross promotion while we have our captive audience? Oh yeah. (gasps) We got another project in the works. We've maybe talked about it before. On an episode that we posted, maybe not. I don't remember. I think we talked about it a fair amount on the last episode Maddie was on, which is Lost to the Sands of Time, unfortunately. I don't know if he's explicitly talked about it on on an episode that hopefully will make it (laughs) into a podcasting device. (laughs) We do this every year. Yeah. Yeah. uh, All of us here are working on a fiction pod called dose of danger with written by luke 
uh, edited and musicked by Will, and starring Maddie and myself. We have yeah. anything more to say about it? <laughs> I think I think we really sold it. <laughs> I don't it's know really if you good. need to say anything else. It was it was the energy I think that really really did it. I don't think there's. I don't think I want to say anything else about yeah. it because I want it to All be. To give them some really breadcrumbs. Maddie, do you think our listeners will like it? I think they'll like it as much as Will's pitch. <laughs> that wow. that is extremely high praise. High praise. Yeah. I I would go so far as to say that I think it is a real step above this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like if a, this a real discreet good. step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like if this podcast was good. <laughs> yeah. So, like, was... maybe our fans won't like it because they kind of like shitty things. <laughs> <laughs> we can introduce them to good things. Yeah. If you like, if you like this podcast, but you also like things that are good. Yeah. Or I if you don't like you'll... anything that's good, you've never experienced it, you're going to lose your shit. You'll be like, oh, my you God, are. there have been good things this whole time. <laughs> It's really nothing like this podcast at all. No, that's Say true. It's slightly more it is, scripted. It is, yeah, it is almost entirely scripted. Yeah. There's like, yeah, incredible like music that is 100% scripted. Yeah. Bang music. Yeah. We play characters. Our voices are warmed up. Our voices are, yeah, we'll, are hot. We'll get some voice acting in there too. I do a little bit yeah. of voice um, acting. Has some some very funny. We've got small great characters. story arcs. Uh huh. Unlike There's... some of these pitches. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I, you, you can don't know what you're referring to. But... You can promote a different project without throwing shade. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, a yeah. little Easter egg for our listen. listeners. You'll you'll get that. You'll get how great of a reference that yeah, was yeah, 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 when you yeah, listen yeah, yeah, yeah. to. Dose of Danger coming Ooh, soon. Yeah, to your podcast. The Dose of Danger device. music is actually playing right now. That's what we're. That's what we're going out with. Oh, I am so episode. thrilled about that. The music is so good, guys. Like the music is so. If you think the music again, if you think the music on this podcast is <laughs> this good, this music is just, like just fucking wait. dog shit compared <laughs> to the Dose of Danger music. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, that'll be coming out. Soon, soon, soon. An episode a month. An episode a month, as long as we've got them. And there yeah. are a few. Which might be for three months. Yeah, three or four months. But hopefully it's for eight months. <laughs> hopefully it's for eight months. Ideally, it would be for eight yeah. months. Maddie, do you have anything else you want to talk about, promote, say to our many, many listeners? Um, uh, do you have anything you want to say to Frank Meyer or Ted Meyer? Ted? Or, or Jordan Tyler. Or Bjorn Larson. Bjorn Larson. Shout out Bjorn. Shout out Bjorn. Yeah. I look forward to seeing all of them. Um, I was... C- in person. In, in person. <laughs> We're doing a national tour. Yeah, that's the other thing that we want to announce. Please do. And so what you should do is end in Pittston, Massachusetts, where I will be doing a play in the fall. Ooh. A brand new play wow. I've been attached to for months. Uh, no, years. I don't know why I said months. Years. I've been wow. working on this play, and it's finally getting produced in Barrington Stage Company. 
in the fall. Hell Very yeah. cool. And we'll be yeah, there. So we'll be there. And who cool. knows? Maybe Pitch Hunt will uh, schedule our live show same night as opening night <laughs> in that town. Yeah. And Just come on stage. Take the theater right out from under your feet. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't even put on the play. <laughs> but probably not. We probably won't do that. Probably not. Maybe. maybe It's, it's probably, a coin toss. Well, yeah, this one. Yeah. Um, that is very exciting, though, Maddie. Yeah. What's? Can you give us any, like... Hints about what your character will be like. Um, she's, what motivates her? So she's nonverbal. She used to be a uh, jazz singer, and now she has lost the ability to speak. And she falls in love with uh, a guy who's quite different from her, but it's also nonverbal. And they have uh, their families are just very different from each other, and do not approve of them. Uh, getting together um so it's a hard look at classism disability uh but it's also a comedy it's it's a really funny uh play wow. and i want you all to see it mm-hmm. i would absolutely I would totally love to see, see that. that yeah truly sounds like a banger <laughs> yeah it does yeah. sounds like it has a little bit of everything we got, yeah we got a we got a sex scene in it with uh, some stephen hawking uh voices so Ooh. oh dude Pretty Say no more. Say no more. Leave it That's at that. That's all I that had to say, gets, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of sex scenes, one other project to promote is uh, What the Bleb. Oh, yeah. Either has come out already <laughs> on this very channel or will be also pretty soon. Depending on how hard it is to... Get that done. <laughs> and the finale episode definitely has a sex scene. So that'll be a treat for your ears. Oh, that's right. It does. <laughs> a sex scene featuring Jacob doing had, some voice acting. I had forgotten about that. And actually, Dose of Danger does too. Yeah. So oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, uh, if, if, if you're into that. If you want to know what it sounds like when I have sex... <laughs> Check out those podcasts. If you'd like, yeah, yeah, to hear the sounds of sex rendered. Are you worried that you're going to get typecast as that kind of voice actor from here on out? Not Jacob? at all, because that only is exactly that's exactly the kind only of voice acting sex scenes. Exactly the kind of roles that I'm looking for. He, he wants to be <laughs> the dirty little slut of voice acting. <laughs> Nothing would bring me more joy. Uh, all right, folks, we've overstayed our welcome, I think, in your yeah. ears. Um, it's just because we love you so much. It is because we love you. That's we why we do it. We Especially do it. you, Bjorn. <laughs> we do it because we love you. And that's directed at you, Bjorn. Um, how can you get in touch with us, guys? Well, I'm at will at pitchhunt.org. I'm at luke at pitchhunt.org. I'm at jacob at pitchhunt.org. And maybe we should get a Maddie at pitchhunt.org account up and running mm. so you can share in the bount- yep. bounty of correspondence. Yeah. That we get we so many emails. Daily. It's kind of, it's a little stressful. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you might not want to. Yeah. I, I just made Maddie a custom uh, pitch hunt email 
info at pitchhunt.org. <laughs> That'll go directly okay. to her inbox. Directly to her, to her inbox. I don't know if yeah. I can keep up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do get a lot of fan mail. It probably it's will be directed serious. mostly towards you three, though. Uh, nah. Nah. I think people will like the way that you kind of called us on our bullshit. Shit on you guys. <laughs> They'll like the way yeah. that you shit my pitch. <laughs> I mean, I do think there. Someone's got to be a people. champion for Will. A lot of people will probably yeah. be emailing you, being like, "Maddie, I can't believe you didn't see the genius of Luke Jacobs' pitches," <laughs> but that's okay. You've got thick skin, so you can deal with it. It's true. Um, interact with us on social media at pitch underscore hunt. And uh, check out our other new movie-themed Twitter, iMovie underscore Jacuzzi. That's right. That's brand spanking new, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. It's an account that has three posts where <laughs> movie clips are set to the free soundtrack provided by iMovie. <laughs> What's very not good. to love there? What's not to love there, folks? <laughs> All right. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and yeah, it was a pleasure to have you, Maddie. You. Yes, it really was. I enjoy talking as to you. As it guys. always is. Yeah. And this uh, last time we had you on and that episode got deleted, you didn't ship any of our pitches. So this is an interview. Yeah. And congratulations to Will. <laughs> yeah. This, this really was quite uh, a, a completely one up that one. Completely deserved, by the way, Will. I really just I I came in here thinking I'm gonna give them an easy one. And I'm going you to said that. oppositely you told us that. shit everything. <laughs> you guys are full of surprises. Yeah. Full of surprises. Yeah. Didn't didn't want to color between the lines like a sheeple. But you that's had a okay. clear assignment. <laughs> and you failed. Alright, folks. Alright, we love you. We love you. Stay pitchy out there. Uh-huh.